Christian faith is not based on keeping rules and regulations and trying to be good. The Christian faith is grounded firmly on this, that Jesus Christ died on the cross and he rose again from the dead. If Jesus Christ didn't rise from the death, there is absolutely no way that the Christian faith can be distinguished from any other belief or religion in the world. Christianity rests on this fact that Jesus Christ rose from the dead. If he didn't rise from the dead, if there's no resurrection, then there's no hope of eternity. If he didn't rise from the dead, if there's no resurrection, then there is no purpose design in life. It's just an accident and you get on the best you can. But the Bible tells us very clearly what the gospel is. Jesus Christ died, he was buried, and after three days, he rose again from the dead. And the Bible actually tells us the names of people who saw him. He tells us, as we read there, he was seen by Peter. He was seen then by 12. He was seen by over 500 at one time. He was seen by James. He was seen by all the apostles. He was seen by Paul even later. Friend, can you imagine the impact on people if you had watched a friend suffer terribly and die? If you had actually been there and watched as he was buried, and then he came alive and rose from the dead, and you saw him again, you would realize this, that something powerful had happened. A miracle has happened. You would have to say the power of God came into that man to restore him to life. Friend, when Jesus Christ rose from the dead, the Bible tells us the Spirit of God raised him from the dead. The power of God entered into his life and raised him up. We heard before, as I was sharing with you, that the wages of sin is death. That every person that's entered into this world is separated from God and has a destiny appointment with death. But friend, here's the good news. Jesus Christ rose from the dead. And if he rose from the dead, he has conquered death. And if he's conquered death, he can offer life to you. Listen, the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead can be imparted and come into your life. And if you were just to try and be a good person... You would be struggling with your own ability and you would find you'd be just like every other good person, like every other religious person, trying hard and having to cover over that a lot of the time you were not succeeding. But friend, Christianity offers you this. Jesus Christ offers you this. The same spirit that raised him from the dead can enter into your life, can make you come alive in your relationship with God. God offers you power to change. Friend, this is what God offers you. He offers you resurrection, life, and power. That means the power to change. You don't have to stay the same as you are. God gives you the power to change your life. He gives you power to be forgiven. You don't have to live with regrets, tormented by guilt and shame of things you did one night when you were drunk or something that happened to you. You can be forgiven. Friend, God offers you the power to be free from your fears. You don't have to live afraid of the future, afraid of death, afraid of any kind of thing, because Jesus Christ offers to walk with you and to put his spirit inside you. He offers you free freedom, power to be free from addictions. You can be set free. We even got a seminar this week, a couple of weeks coming up, where people will be set free from bondages and addictions. Friend, this God we serve is not just an ordinary God. He is a powerful God who showed us power over death. Friend, he gives you power to have victory over sin, power to have victory over temptations and things that come around your life, power to have victory in life's pressures and circumstances. This is the God we serve. He offers you not just a rule book to keep, 
but another life to come into you to change you, that you might be able to live and fulfill God's requirements. What a deal. What an amazing thing. Now listen, there is a response you need to make. There is something that is required of you. God extends to you the offer of a relationship. Relationship is always two ways. This is what the Bible says. But as many as received him, as many as believed upon him, he gave the power to become a child of God. Friend, tonight God calls you to make a response. This is what he calls and invites you to do. He invites every person here. And I'm inviting every person here. And you know you've lived your life without God. You've lived your life independent of God. You run your life according to your ways. And tonight you're aware that the Bible calls this sin and it has serious consequences eternally for you and even now in this life. Something in you saying, I want it to be different. This is what God tells you. This is what his word says. To as many as received Jesus Christ, that means to welcome him for who he is. The one who died on the cross to save us from sin. The one who rose again. If you will welcome him into your life. To as many as believed on him. Now believing doesn't mean you say, oh yeah, yeah, I believe in Jesus. I went to Easter production. Yeah, I believe that's all true, you know. Friend, it's not about just believing in your head and nodding your head and say, yeah, I believe that. God wants to change your life. He has a destiny for you. When the Bible talks about believing, it means to welcome and embrace God's plan for your life and to yield to bring your life into alignment with that plan. In other words, it means you're willing to change. You're willing to respond and let Jesus Christ give direction in your life. See, the life, without, the life in sin is a life on your own. The life walking with God, the life God offers is a life of relationship, of walking with a God who is a friend. And although he's a holy God, he's a loving God. And he's demonstrated his love for you. We tried to express it in various ways in drama tonight. The tremendous seriousness of sin, the holiness of God that judges sin and will judge your sin. And we've also shown you the tremendous love. Jesus Christ rose from the dead and he offers to you tonight the opportunity to have eternal life. The opportunity to be connected and in a relationship with him. And here's all it requires, that you receive him. And that you believe and put your trust and allow your life to begin to shape by him. I want you to close your eyes with me and just bow your heads right now. We're going to pray a prayer called the sinner's prayer. The sinner's prayer is the prayer prayed by a person who has come to understand they are living a life without God. And has come to understand what God has done for them. That's you. The sinner's prayer is a prayer to acknowledge Jesus Christ and what he's done. And to ask him, to invite him in, to receive him, and to put our trust in him. I want you all to follow me in this prayer just right now. Father in heaven, I come to you in Jesus' name. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for sending Jesus Christ to die on the cross for my sins. I thank you he rose again from the dead. Lord, tonight I turn away from my sin. I turn away from a life without you. And I turn to you tonight. 
I receive Jesus Christ as my Savior. I receive forgiveness for all my sins. I receive your Spirit into my heart. And I trust my life into your hands. I thank you, Lord. You will never leave me. You'll never fail me. You will never turn away from me. I belong to you tonight. I declare before every person here, Jesus Christ is my Savior and Lord. Amen. Just keep your eyes closed for a moment. When we pray that prayer and mean it, God hears. He writes your name in heaven in his book. He puts his spirit into your heart. Often you feel a stirring. Sometimes people feel heat. They feel warm. Sometimes people just feel a peace comes into their heart. Sometimes you can't quite put it in words what happened. But God knows those who responded tonight. This is what I'd like you to do. I'd like those of you just while our eyes are closed and heads are bowed. You prayed that prayer perhaps for the first time. Or maybe it was the first time you really meant it. And you felt in your heart that you have honestly made peace with God. You felt God touch your life. Perhaps you felt a peace or something. But inside you just know and you know and you know something's changed in me. I know I'm different now. If that's you, why don't you just raise your hand. Just put your hand up. I'd like to just know just while our eyes are closed and heads are bowed. Just put your hand up. Those of you that perhaps prayed that prayer for the first time. Just God bless. Put your hand up. Anyone else? God bless you. The hand over there. Anyone else? God bless you. Your hand over there. Anyone else? God bless. God bless. Anyone else? Anyone else? That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Father, I just thank you for each of those ones that have put their hand up. I pray your blessing upon them. That, Lord, you'll continue to work in their life. You will bring them into relationship with other believers who can encourage them how to deepen that relationship with God. How to walk with God. Father, I just thank you for what you've done tonight. Father, thank you for every person here. We pray your blessing upon them. It's a be great Easter for them. We thank you, Lord, for your goodness to us. Amen. We're just going to stand and finish with a final song. Those of you that received Jesus Christ perhaps for the first time, we've got a little gift we'd like to give you. We'd love to meet with you and share with you. Why don't you come on up to the front just over here and just come and say hello to me. And uh, I'll just be very nice to you and very friendly to you. We've got a supper up here. See those stairs up there? If someone will just turn the light on, let's turn the light on over there. That's it. Okay, for those of you who responded or want to know a little bit more about what it means to be a Christian, why don't you come on up there? We've got a supper for you. We'd love to meet with you and just give you a little gift. Those of you who responded to Jesus for the first time, want to know a little more about what it means to be a Christian, just come on upstairs. We'll just meet with you, give you a cup of coffee or a drink of some kind. And Something nice, it'll be great.